Will you pray with me? God, we thank you for the gift of this day, for the gift of the scriptures, and we just pray that as we think together about what it is that you would have us, um, how you would have us live, and how you would have us understand what you're doing in the world and in our lives, that you might just bless this moment, that you might uh, fill our hearts and minds with the knowledge of how you're calling us. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. I read a story recently that captured my imagination. Now, this has happened a few years ago, but it's a story about a couple in Burlington, Vermont, and they'd stopped in to make a donation to a shelter, a shelter that served uh, homeless and runaway teenagers. And on the surface, it was really nothing special. It was a couple of people showing up, like we frequently do, with a bag of clothes. You might have, just like when you're cleaning out your closet and you drop off a bag of clothes. Nothing special about this. But, if you dig a little bit deeper, you come to understand that there was something unique about this particular couple on this particular day visiting this particular shelter. Not just because that they were making this gift in order to help someone in the world. Not just because, you know, they were taking their time to do this little act. But because it had a much deeper meaning. This couple had a particular connection to the shelter, not because they had worked there, not because they had, you know, served there as volunteers, but because they had actually met there as clients. Each of them was formerly homeless, and each of them felt called to pay this gift that they had received in the services of the shelter forward to someone else. And so as they were preparing to celebrate their fourth wedding anniversary, even though they didn't really have very much, they wanted nothing more than to help an organization that had made such a difference in each of their lives. We often talk about the ripple effects of our actions, but we frequently do it kind of flippantly. You know, in the same way that this idea of the, if you give a mouse a cookie, well, A leads to B leads to C leads to D. We think about things that way, but only briefly, because those things seem kind of ridiculous to us. We like to feel positive. We like to feel good about the little things that we do throughout the day. But we never really pause to consider what those actions might mean over the long term how it might spark someone else to kindness or spark someone else to generosity. Maybe because we don't want to give ourselves that much credit, after all, if we really think that some small thing that we do today might make a huge difference later on, we might, you know, we might give ourselves more credit than we deserve, or at least that's how we perceive it. But I wonder if the end result of us just focusing on the thing itself, isn't that we underestimate the effect of something that we do today 
and if it isn't that we underestimate God's ability to take that thing that we do today and make something much bigger happen as a result. The ripple effect is a real thing. So where I grew up, I, there was a pond at the end of the lane that I lived on, and I spent many, many days throwing stones into the pond. Many, many days fishing, many, many days trying to catch frogs, all those things that you do as a little boy hanging out around a pond. And so I know that when you throw a stone into the middle, when it's flat and calm, those ripples will come the whole way back to you. Anyone who's been on a boat knows this too. You can be on a boat and it can be perfectly calm and then somebody drives by you even in a small boat, even at a slow speed. And if you're standing up trying to fish, you'll find yourself losing your footing. The ripple effect is a real thing. And the church specializes in ripple effects. You might say that that's actually our primary business. It's our primary business to be about not what happens right here and right now today, but what happens out in the world as a result of what happens right here and right now today. And that's how I read this portion of Paul's second letter to the Corinthians that we shared a little bit earlier. This service to God's people isn't only fully meeting their needs, but it is also multiplying in many expressions of thanksgiving to God. Multiplying in expressions of thanksgiving, that sounds a lot like ripple effects to me. So if you remember, the purpose of this letter was to engage the wealthy church at Corinth in a process of sharing some of what they had to help those who were hungry in Jerusalem. And Paul, in trying to raise this money, one of the things that's interesting about it is he doesn't take the, um, he doesn't take the approach that the ASPCA does late at night when you're watching TV, right? And that video comes on. That's one way to raise money, right? You can talk about how bad things are. Paul doesn't really talk about how difficult things are. Instead, he's focused almost exclusively on the ripple effects of what might happen should the Corinthians choose to give and help their fellow Christians in Jerusalem. He talks about prayers of thanksgiving. He talks about the deep bond of connection that will grow between these churches. He talks about the inspiring example that Corinth could set by their obedience to Christ's call. The church specializes in ripple effects. In fact, I count on ripple effects. What else are preachers aiming to do when they stand up on Sunday mornings? I mean, really. Because words... Even the best words don't really have much power in and of themselves. They don't have the ability to change anything about anything. But when our words inspire those who hear them to do something different because of their faith, to check in on somebody that you know is hurting, to reach out to them, to connect with them, to stand up for someone who can't stand up for themselves, to open our hands in generosity and sharing with someone who is in need, 
when we do those things in Jesus' name, that is what makes a difference. It's not the words themselves. It's what you do with those words when you leave this place. That's what really matters. The point is that everyone, including myself, needs to feel convicted by the Spirit to go out and actually do something with what we hear and what we experience in this place. That we go out and live differently. And that really is the whole point of the church. When you throw that rock into the lake, it's momentary. There is a bloop, and it's gone. It was important. It was cool. That's why the little boy wants to do it. You throw the rock into the lake, bloop, but it's momentary, and then it's gone. But those ripples, they remain, and they spread. And you can hear them against the boats that are tied up at the dock for a long time after that rock is on the bottom of the lake. But what's great here is that you do not need to be a preacher to experience the ripple effects. I mean, everyone and anyone can. So if you're a teacher, you know this well. You may not get to see it every day, but from time to time you will run into someone that you taught at some point and find out just a little bit about their lives and you'll say, I'm glad that I was there to have that influence on their lives. If you're in healthcare, you may or may not ever see that person again, but trust me that when they're able to leave the hospital and they get home to their families and they spend the next 20, 30, 50, 60 years, someone will be grateful that you were there. For anyone who leads anyone else, whether you are a manager, whether you work in HR and you do recruitment, when you trust people and empower them to do good work, when you help them to grow and become even more skilled at whatever it is that they do, when you help them to see themselves as other people see them, you are having that ripple effect on them. Last weekend at that celebration that we had for Barb, we learned what kind of ripple effects starting a bell choir can have over 35 years. And you think about all the people who have rung bells and all the places that they went, even if they were only here for a short period of time and they moved on to another church somewhere else, they moved across the country and went and found or started playing bells in a new place. I don't think that it's overstating the case to say that when you interact with anybody in any way at any time, that there is a potential for your actions to have this ripple effect. Now, we don't tend to think about them. 
We don't tend to think about them because they are, by their nature, kind of hard to predict. Who would have imagined that these two formerly homeless persons would have gotten married, would then return to that place? We just don't hear those stories that often, so they tend to fade in their importance in our minds because we don't hear the stories. We also don't want to get a big head. We're afraid that if we think too far about the things that might happen, that we might claim all the credit for ourselves. But if we really believed that showing Jesus' love to one person not only could dramatically change their life, but change the lives of all those that they touch, then we might begin to recognize how powerful we actually are. Not us, but how powerful we are with God. How much of a difference God can make in a life. And I think that frightens us. It frightens us because all of a sudden, everything we do matters. Every single thing matters. Every interaction makes a difference, has the potential to be something amazing. We have to have this deep trust and this deep hope that God can take the things that we do and make them into something amazing. Because the church specializes in ripple effects. That's what we're really about. We gather here on Sunday mornings with no other hope except that in worship you'll hear something. You'll feel something that will make you want to go out and share that with someone else in some way, through some action, through some words. That's the work that we do. And over the past few weeks, we've been talking about how we invest in that work by sharing some of what God has given us to bless someone else. Now today, in just a little bit, you're going to have the opportunity to bless someone through a partnership that we have on this Super Bowl of Caring Sunday. Last weekend, I talked about this. You made a difference for victims of domestic violence just by buying some chocolate pretzels. Well, this week, you're going to receive a packet that's going to ask you to consider how you can support the Medford United Methodist Church in 2024. Maybe some of you will make your first ever gift to the church. Maybe some of you will decide that you want to give regularly to the church. Maybe some of you will say, you know what, I would really like to get to the place where I'm giving away 10% of my income, where I'm tithing, and so maybe this year I'm going to try to give half a percent more or a percent more. Wherever you are, what's important is this, the idea that God has the power to multiply our gifts, that God is all about these ripple effects that happen from simple acts of generosity so that more and more people will come to know God, just as we have come to know God, as the Creator who loves us, as the Savior who redeems us, as the Spirit who continues to empower us and send us forth to do God's work in God's way. Consider that this morning, something like over the course of the morning, you know, 200 people 
will worship with us in person, you know, another hundred or so online, not only here, you know, in this country, but also actually we have people who join us from places around the world. Now picture what happens if every single one of those people goes forth believing that because of what God is doing, that they have the power through a simple act of kindness, through an act of generosity, through a practical caring for a need that somebody has. Imagine if every single person believes that those simple acts will have ripple effects in the world. How powerful is that? How powerful is God? How powerful are we when we cooperate with what God is doing? That's why we give, and that's why we serve, and that's why we believe that God is at work. Let's pray together. God, we are grateful for the ripple effects. We sometimes struggle to have faith in your ability to create them because we don't see them as often as we'd like. But we do trust that when we put ourselves in positions where we care where we share of what we have, where we offer our time and our empathy and our hands to help, that you are able to take all of those things and that the echoes of them continue to reverberate through time and through eternity. We are grateful for all that you've done for us we pray that in these moments that we might not be afraid to release these blessings, to create these ripple effects that come from the power of your spirit at work in the world around us. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.